Hey guys, this episode is sponsored by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Go to HelloFresh.com slash OP16. Use the code OP16 for up to 16 free meals and 3 free gifts. You are first on the Facebook today, my friend. And then you got the Nick Umrichin. How are you? Milt Miranda. Good evening, Opian friends. You got Linda Murphy. You got, uh, where's Brian? Brian Bernard out there on Long Island. You got Debbie up there in Boston. Will you take Kyrie Irving back? We don't want him. <sighs> or, or, or Cleveland take Kyrie Irving back. We don't want him. Uh, sup, Ope? That's Rob Marotti. He's first on the YouTube. I'm uh, I'm cold. That's why I'm wearing the woolly today. It's very, very, it's very, very cold today in New York. My God, I think it was in um, the single digits with the uh, with the uh, the wind chill there. Uh, what's up, Julie? How are you? We got Rachel live from the Glass Box Studio. That's right, 500 feet above the streets of New York City as the Ham and Eggers. Uh, start heading out of uh, out of town. You can see them. Oh wait, I got to do it opposite. That's a line of cars. Everyone just trying to leave New York City, and the traffic is not moving. Why would we try to make the commute easier for all these people that are paying ridiculous uh, taxes in New York? That's just stupid. Make them suffer. Make them pay more and more taxes, and make sure their commute stinks. Oh, we're just a terrible society. Bro, start these earlier. I'm about to get home. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I've been trying to time it with the uh, the sun going down. And I wasn't even going to do it today because uh, I don't know what's going on in the world. I'll tell you why. I had to get on the phone with health insurance. No! Yes, I did. I had to deal with that. And then I had to go to the bank. This was my day. This is why my this this was my day and this is why I tell my wife this is why I don't do anything. <laughs> I can't do the regular stuff. So then I had to go to the bank, right? Because um there's a check out there right now for a lot of money. Let's just put it that way. A lot of money. Uh, And it's lost. So uh, I went to my bank. And uh, they're like, oh, we can help you with this, Mr. Hughes. And know what I said? My first words out of my mouth were, no, you can't. Because we all deal with this. You just know you're wasting your time. So I go in the bank. There's a lost check for, I'll tell you, it's for over $10,000. And it's lost. So I tell them the situation. It's to pay another bank. It's to pay another bank. So they're like, we can take care of that for you, Mr. Hughes. And I'm like, all I want is uh, the check canceled. Then I'll write another one. They're like, no problem. That should just take a few minutes. And I go, no, it won't. No, it won't. And she's like, oh, you're so funny. Ah, How's that podcast? 
And I'm like, I'm not trying to be funny. We all deal with this. And then she goes, you know, you didn't even have to come in the bank. You know, you could have uh, called that um, that uh, customer service number. And I went, ha! And she's like, what? I'm like, are you crazy? I know it's your customer service number, but you you deal with the same shit I deal with. And no one wants to get on the line with uh, anyone from customer service. And then she leans in. You're so right, Mr. Hughes. I'm like, of course I am. So then she's like, tap, 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 tap. You know, they get on their keyboard. And uh, what, what's your uh, what's your phone number? Because we want to update it in the system. So I give it, you know. And then this is what you say. Tap, 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 tap. Tap, 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 tap. Tap, 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 tap. I'm like, how hard is it to put the phone number in? Tap, tap, tap. I'll be right with you. Tap, 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 tap. Tap, 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 tap. I'm like, what are you doing? She's... She's like, I have to get to the certain screen. Tap, 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 tap. So then we get to the business at hand. I want to cancel this check. It's for a lot of money, over 10 J's. It's lost out there somewhere. And she's like, you know, it could be, it could be the mail, you know, because the mail. And then she's like giving me the side eye, like, you know, the mail. And I'm like looking at her. I'm like, yeah, but you're the bank. You're both evil. So then, uh, long story short, after her tap, 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 tap. She's like, okay, I see. Tap, tap, tap. Should be just another minute, Mr. Hughes. Tap, 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 tap. And then she goes, oh. I go, you can't take care of the situation, right? Just like I said when we started this conversation. She goes, well, it's coming up as fraud in our system. Like, fraud? And then she goes, but that, but it's not fraud, but that's how it's labeled in our system because it's a check for another bank. I'm like, oh, my God. She goes, wait, give me another minute. She goes, yeah, I don't know what to do. There's nothing I can do. Then she leans over. She goes, I would suggest you go to the other bank. I'm like, oh, God, thanks for the suggestion. And the other bank happened to be close. And then I walk in there and... uh same thing. Oh, we can help you with that. I'm like, no, you can't. <laughs> so I was in the second bank, which uh, the check is made out to. So you would just think they would just, uh, you know, ask me for my, um, my, uh, my, my number, you know, and then they'll put it into the computer and then they'll be like, oh, I see what's going on here. Give me a minute. Give me a minute as I take a look here at your account. This is your account number, right? Yep. Oh, you know what? It's your address, blah, blah, blah. No, that's not my address. I moved recently. What is your new address? I want to put in the system. I swear this was my day. I'm like, no. She goes, it'll just take a minute. So I give her the address. Same thing. Tip, 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 tip. Tip, 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 tip. Long story short, this check is lost. And then she's like, you know what? You seem like a reasonable guy. And I'm like, of course I'm a reasonable guy. And then uh, they're like, I'm going to call. She leans in. I'm going to call the back room of the company. I'm like, ooh, the back room. This should be fun. So I sit at her stupid desk in a glass cubicle. And uh, they call the back room, and you hear that. It's a, it's a simple thing. It's a simple thing. It's a simple thing. 
And uh, they can't do anything about it. So the check is just lost. And so I circle back to the other bank. I'm like, look, I, I don't care. This is coming up as fraud here. Here, you can see this is what, you know, uh, whatever it's called in your checkbook when you write a check and you rip it out and then whatever's left. I'm like, see, look, here's proof. Here's the check I want canceled. Here's the number. Here's the amount. She goes, oh, that's a different check because uh, it's made out to um, the date on that check is February um, 25th, 2022. And I went, my bad. So long story short, the reason why the other bank couldn't cash the check that's now lost somewhere in the uh, the ether, dummy started writing uh, February 25th when he was supposed to be writing January 25th. So this check doesn't know what to fucking do until the 25th. So then, um, so then I went online back home. Um, I'm on my bank. And uh, it took me 30 seconds to cancel the check. Thank you. Uh, thank you. I was able to cancel the check online. I, you know, I don't know if you know this, but there's something called online banking. It's amazing. <laughs> but that was my day. I was at I was at uh, technically three banks, even though it was two. But it was like the first bank, then the second, and then back to the first. And then I was online with health insurance today. I'm like, I'm spent. I can't I can't even do a live stream now. So I literally don't know what's going on in the world. Oh my god! And, but everything they're like, you know, with the customer service number. They'll be able to. I'm like, no way. And then I was talking to one of my guys, you know. And they're like, if you want to get uh, someone from customer service on the line, you got to start at 8.30 in the morning. And I'm like, man, you are telling the truth, my brother. No cancellation phase? No, man, because I'm like uh, I'm like a gold member at my bank. I think they're regretting giving me gold status because when they gave me gold status, I had a, a high-earning um, job and profession. They're even... When, <laughs> Look, I'm 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 more than fine. But with that said, uh, my funds at this bank have dramatically <laughs> dropped like a fucking hourglass. <laughs> and and I guess gold status, you know, you're supposed to have a certain amount of money in there, and they give you these privileges. And <laughs> my money is just like. <laughs> so every time I, you know, I, I punch in my pin number with my card so they can look up my account, I always get this look like. Like, I, I don't think I'm supposed to be uh, a gold member anymore because of the funds dramatically <laughs> dropping. Jesus. <laughs> what happened? Uh, no, I I was able to uh, cancel the check online. I, I never... Turns out with this, like, online banking, I didn't have to go into the bank. I didn't have to go into the, that one bank twice and the other one once. And it turns out I could have saved... How many hours was this, really? Online 20 minutes where I had to tell someone to back the F off. I'm like, stay on your spot. The spots are there for a reason. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, thank you. Everyone just stay on their spots. We'll get through this. 
All right, let me talk about HelloFresh for a second. Don't forget to go to HelloFresh.com slash OP16. Use the code OP16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. HelloFresh is absolutely awesome. Let me do this without looking at the script. All right, you pick out menu items, right? And they got a lot of variety of menu items from very healthy to eh, maybe not so healthy. And they got desserts and all that. So you pick out your recipes. They send you everything you need for that recipe. They give you recipe cards, which are very easy to follow. And all the ingredients are there for you, pre-measured and ready to go. Including like weird spices that you'll never find on your own at the supermarket. HelloFresh has gotten me back into cooking big time. And you know what? You would think that's got to be expensive, right? Oh, it's expensive. No. No! They're saying 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal of the same quality. So once again, it's HelloFresh. You get the farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Go to HelloFresh.com slash OP16. Use the code OP16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Once again, HelloFresh.com slash OP16. Use code OP16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Oh, so the other thing I forgot to mention when I was uh, doing the Super Bowl breakdown, but I forgot to tell you that I gave a, uh, I gave a very, very tough-looking guy, a guy that looks like, can you say he looks like he's from the hood? Is that a bad thing to say these days? I don't know what you can say and not say. And I gave him, on Super Bowl Sunday, a pink donut. I gave this very tough-looking guy a pink donut. He greets you when you come into the building, and you're like, Hi, we're, we're here for the Super Bowl party. What's the name? Well, the name is blah, blah. Okay, let me, uh, let me call up. And then, then, they, uh, then the people upstairs, they go, All right, they can come up. Whatever, you know the deal. So I'm walking in with my Krispy Kreme donuts. And uh, I, I told you I had the Valentine's Day variety pack. I went uh, a dozen glazed, and then I went with a dozen um, Valentine's Day variety pack. And the guy's eyeing my, uh, my donuts. And he's, like, reaching like he's going to grab one. And I'm like, go ahead. He's like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm trying to watch my weight, you know, that crap. I go, you can have one. I don't care. He goes, no, no, that's all right. That's all right. I'm really trying to lose weight. But he really wanted a donut. So, long story short, go upstairs. Uh, well, I, I actually... Dro- why do I have to give you the exact details? The fact is, I dropped the donuts off ahead of time. But why does that matter to this dumb story? And then I went home on my electric scooter, and then I showered, and then we took an Uber back up to... Oh, God, who cares? So, anyway, um, I, I remember that I promised the guy... I go, I, I go I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring one down for you later. He goes, all right, you know, and now he's thinking I'm just, like, bullshitting him. So the Super Bowl ends, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, I got to give uh, the guy behind the desk, you know, a donut. And I look over, and uh, we brought two dozen Krispy Kreme donuts to the party. There were two donuts left, and they were both pink. I'm like, oh, my God, No. This is guy stuff, for real. I don't know if the ladies can relate to this. 
you don't give another guy a pink donut ever. And I'm like, oh, what do I do? And not only was it a pink donut, it was in the shape of a heart. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, I look at my wife. I'm like, oh, I promised that guy, uh, you know, a donut downstairs. And then I point and she starts laughing because she sees the pink donut. I'm like, fuck it. I'm giving him the pink donut. And it's a heart-shaped pink donut. And then, I, and then I'm leaving with my family, and I can't just hand it to them and go, here's your donuts, because there were two, actually, two pink ones. Same ones, actually. Uh, I can't just hand it to the guy. Why not? I have, I have the whole thing. Oh, I didn't mean to give you a pink donut, but all the other donuts were to make sure everyone's cool, you know, that there was an exchange between two men, and one man was giving another man a pink donut, and I'm here to say that I had to explain myself why the donut was pink. You know, Ope, some of these stories you don't have to tell to everybody. You could save some of these stories just for yourself and your stupid brain. You gotta feed it to him by hand to prove it's not gay. <laughs> You sound very insecure in your own sexuality, Opster. That's what you got out of that? All right. If, if, if that's what you got out of it, what am I going to do? Oh, thank you, Frank White. And I, I, I should know that because, you know, on the Christmas uh, tip list, it says, because got, we got the same people in our building, and it says concierge. The concierge. And because their name uh, is from another land, I, uh, or their title's from another land, concierge. What is that, French? That means that the concierge gets a bigger uh, Christmas tip. And it also means that the concierge is not going to thank you for the bigger Christmas tip. Because they're the concierge. So we got a guinea pig uh, for my daughter for uh, Christmas. We love the guinea pig. It's very aware. More aware than I thought. Because I thought it was just another one of those rat animals. And we have a lot of people that work in this building that are from faraway lands. They're from uh, a lot of the islands. And um, I'm trying to remember which island in particular. But one of the guys that we have befriended, he's very, very nice. He found out that uh, we have a guinea pig. He goes, in my home country, and it's one of the islands, I forgot which one, we eat guinea pigs, and they're delicious. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so creepy. But, I mean, every single animal you could think of is eaten by other countries, including, you know, as we have we have discussed, dogs. They're a delicacy in other parts of the world, and they're also, like, not looked at the same way as we look at them here in America. That's all I'm going to say about that, because that's a very sensitive topic. And he was a little creeped out because he uh, he came in with some packages or he was helping us with whatever, groceries. Some of these details, what do you do? They don't need to know the details, but he was in our apartment. And he saw the thing. He was looking at it a little strangely because he knows it's our pet. But he was like, you know, when he sees guinea pigs, he's he's like, he probably sees them in like lobster tanks or something, you know. So he was a little freaked out by seeing that, knowing that. It's a completely acceptable uh, behavior to eat them in his country. Wow. All right, now somebody must have Googled. Let's give this. Oh, John Quartz, Ecuador 
Chili, eat guinea pigs. Uh, the head is for the guest of honor. Oh, my God. I mean, I ate, uh, when I went to Greece, I ate some fish heads. I didn't enjoy it at all, but, man, the locals were eating them, and I was like, all right, I'm here. I'm a local for, what, 36 hours? I got to eat a fish head. I did not enjoy it. I've gone to some of these Greek restaurants. You pick out a really nice fish, and they prepare it uh, wonderfully for you, a little, uh, little, little Greek fish. And then they, like, they're like, they ask who's going to have the cheek. I'm like, what? It's the best part of the fish. They get mad. It's the best part of the fish. I'm like, this is the best part of the fish. You know, the, the main body of the fish. So then, I don't know, we pointed somebody out. I forgot who. See, this is where details don't matter because who cares? I'll name someone. You don't even know them. And then the waiter takes out a special, like, spiky utensil thing. And he's, like, going like this, scraping out this much meat. I got to squint. This much meat from the fish uh, cheek because it's the best part of the fish. And then you look stupid, like, you know, because now the waiter's waiting, and now you got to make believe it's amazing. You got to make believe it's, well, I was going to say something. You got to make believe it's the best thing you've ever eaten. That's, you make your own jokes at home. You know, oh, yeah, oh, wow. Wow, yeah, hey, he's not, he's not fibbing. This is amazing. And you know, it's just garbage. It's just BS. I uh, bet you enjoyed all of the woke. Super Bowl commercials. Why would I enjoy that? Because you're you're buying into that horseshit that I'm wokey, you idiot. I didn't even notice the commercials were woke. I, I was just watching a game and I was eating little, just little like little mushroom stuffed mushroom caps. Eminem dared to defy the NFL and knelt after they told him not to. Is that what happened, Chucklin? You know, you, you you want my take on that? I thought it was corny as hell. Eminem was going for this big moment. See, I call out this crap. No one else is going to call it out unless it's against their uh, against their side. But with all that said, wherever I I, I, uh, I lie politically, I'll tell you this much. When Eminem took a knee, and I liked the Eminem, um, Although we looked it up and he's almost 50 years old. That's hard to believe that the Eminem is almost 50 years old. But when he took a knee, I looked at uh, the people in the room that I was uh, having a party with there. And I was like, that is so corny. And then he stayed on the knee because I I don't know what he was expecting. It was very, very uncomfortable. It was very forced. Basically, if if Eminem wanted to make make a stink... And make a statement. He should have had a, a, a press release and said, I will not be per- performing at the halftime show at the Super Bowl because of this, this, and this. That would have been impressive. But I really thought him taking a knee was so cool. I didn't even know what he was doing. And then someone had explained to me, it's the Colin uh, Kaepernick thing. He's protesting. He's taking a knee. And I'm like, Ew. <laughs> It was just so forced and so corny. Were you triggered? Did it trigger people? It didn't trigger me. It just made me go, ew. Uh, celebrities trying too hard for their moment. Nothing but the best. Standalone fruit. It's all good, but don't 
Don't throw that woke garbage at me because you heard it somewhere else. Make your own stupid decision. The fact is, I fall right in the middle, maybe a little to the right politically, if you need to know. So when people are calling me wokey and all that garbage, I can't stop people from, uh, you know, throwing fake news and lies out there. But make your own decision. Don't be a parrot. Bad, bad, wokey! Bad, bad, wokey! Bad, bad, wokey! Shut up. I just said that I thought the Eminem thing was corny. It was so... I, I, I thought the kneeling was part of the performance. Like, you know, he sang, he sang Lose Yourself, which is one of my favorite songs of all time. And then and then I think... I thought he was just dramatically because he was so spent from his performance that he was taking a knee. I had no idea that he was trying to make a statement. Oh, why, why isn't anyone else talking about this stuff in a real way? Most people, if they're talking about Eminem today, they're all just triggered. How dare he? <laughs> Shut up. You know what's so funny? So after the game, you got the guy celebrating. You got Donald celebrating, pointing at his finger like, I got my ring, and now they're talking about him maybe retiring. Um, and then you see the other players, and they're all in tears, and they're so sad, and they're just devastated that they lost the Super Bowl. And then you start feeling for them. And I think I got a little stuffed mushroom cap in my hand, and I'm starting to feel emotional for these guys because I see they're really upset. And then I think to myself, oh, that's right. They got amazing lives. They make millions of dollars to do this. I think about the player that plays for the Bengals that had an engagement ring uh, in his bag, and basically, after they won the Super Bowl, he, you know, one of these guys was going to take Anita to uh, to propose to his fiance, and instead he had to take that ring <laughs> and hide it and get the hell out of L.A. Because you got to think the Ram guy—I don't even know his name. I don't know. I don't know these guys' names. I just see the highlights like anyone else takes a knee, proposes to his fiance after winning the Super Bowl. That's a great moment. But then I'm thinking to myself, what if they lost? You, you can't do that if you lose the game. Now you got to find a, uh, I don't know. Now you got to find something just as cool as winning the Super Bowl to propose to your fiance. Hey, does anyone else think that there might be foul play involved with Bob Saget's death? Why aren't we getting more info about uh, about Bob Saget's death? So first, people thought he died of a, a heart attack in his sleep. They said they found him with, his, I think they said his left hand over his chest. So people were assuming he had some chest pains and went to sleep and uh, died of a heart attack in his sleep. Then it comes out that uh, he hit the back of his head, and that's how he died. And then they're thinking maybe he hit the back of the head on the, the headboard of his bed, right? And like, oh, that fucking sucks, and that happens. You got people that fall uh, in New York City all the time. They hit the back of their head, and within a couple days, they're just dead. So, yes, thank you. Three skull fractures. And then um, one of the experts said that uh, these type of fractures he sees in people that have been hit in the back of the head by a baseball bat really, really hard or have fallen 20 or 30 feet onto the back of their head. So what the hell is going on with this Bob Saget thing? I don't I don't I feel like we haven't heard the last of this damn thing. 
Consistent with being thrown from a car. Oh, this pretty plus more. She's on the scene. She's going to be doing a podcast series on Bob Saget's death. It's going to be a 10-part episode with all sorts of speculation, and the numbers are going to be through the goddamn roof. Because that crime mystery crap uh, does very well in the podcast world. But how can they still say no foul play, definitely? I don't know, Chuck. I feel like maybe the hotel just knows. Maybe there's evidence in the actual hotel room is the only thing I could think of. My eyebrows went up like, oh. When, when that expert said, you know, it's consistent with being hit in the he- back of the head with, with a baseball bat or falling 20 or 30 feet. That's some severe, severe injuries. He likely wasn't alone. Wow, look at you. Carol's building up her first episode of her crime mystery podcast, The Death of Bob Saget. Pew, pew, pew. I don't think we've uh, heard the last of the Bob Saget investigation. And I don't really believe at this point that Tom Brady's going to stay retired. Hey, from Syracuse, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm with you. Something don't seem right about all this with the Bob Saget, right? I don't know. And there, it seems like they're just putting out a little info at a time, and uh, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, obviously, no matter how you look at it, it's a, it's a, it was a effing tragedy. Carol's back. Hotels don't have the kind of bathtubs that will smash your skull open. Carol is working on her podcast, The Death of Bob Saget, coming to Spotify. Actually, no, it can't be on Spotify because they have Joe Rogan. I'm not going to be on the same platform as Joe Rogan. Oh, my God, my numbers went up. So thank you, Spotify. I talked about Rogan a little bit, said I'm staying. I think Stutterer John was one of those guys that pouted and told Spotify to take down his podcast. And then I had a follow-up tweet. My, my, my podcast is still up on Spotify. I demand you take it down. Oh, my God. You used to work for the Howard Stern Show, Stuttering John. What are you doing? I was proud to stay on Spotify. And not only did I stay on Spotify, my numbers, they were, they were up like three times last week on, on my episodes. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. I had some clickbait titles as, as well. And that certainly helps the whole damn thing. But... Oh, so I, I, I saw the uh, the latest Ghostbusters movie. We really liked it. The ending was a, a nice surprise, and it got me a little uh, teary-eyed. And then I told the kids, man, we got to go and watch the first Ghostbusters from 1984. I'm here to say it doesn't really hold up. The uh, the special effects, my son, who like kind of studies movies and stuff, he's really into that type of thing. He's like, oh, my God, how, how could they have possibly thought, even in 1984... That this was good special effects when the monster runs out of the building to chase Rick Moranis' character into Central Park. The building's on uh, Central Park West, and the, and the monster just runs choppy. Like, they couldn't really figure that out. He's like, that, Dad, that looks so fake. And I was thinking to, him, to myself, he's so right. And look, you gotta you gotta think. All right, it's 1984. They only had so much to work with. But then you gotta think if you're a movie maker like the brilliant Ivan Reitman, who we just lost. He died at the age of what, 75, 76. I don't think he got to watch the Super Bowl. Fuck. That'd be a cool death, though. You watch the Super Bowl and then you die. 
Like, no one wants to die after they put in a hard day's work, that's for sure. You're a ham and egger, you're slaving away, you hate your fucking job, then you're in this traffic that is out my window, as you can see, crawling along. You got a two, three-hour commute, and then you die? That would fucking suck. But they actually like the original Ghostbusters from 1984, except for the special effects. Um, my my son was pointing out all sorts of stuff, and I'm I'm trying to explain to him. You got to understand, it was a different time. And then he laughed at me today on the way to um, uh, school when I was on the electric scooter with him. He goes, "Did you really get scared by the Wizard of Oz?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I did." <laughs> and he laughed at me. He goes, they were obviously actors because he, he figured out a while ago, like nothing scares him because then he realizes they're just actors, which is kind of brilliant, I guess, you know, because what made you scared at the Wizard of Oz? And I'm like, well, the witch, the, the wicked witch was scary and then they had flying monkeys. But then I remember uh, seeing the Wizard of Oz recently and that's the same thing with the flying monkeys. It's all like jumpy and doesn't look even close to real or any any form of reality. Check out Opie Radio on TikTok. I recommend the sneeze. Oh, thank you, Eric uh, Siggins. I'm Opie Radio, uh, Opie Radio on TikTok, but I can't build an audience. If I, you know what sucks? I'll tell you what sucks. If I still had my man boobs, I would be a huge hit on TikTok because you need to be showing boobs and nips to get followers on the TikTok. So I'm like, ah, why don't I, I still have man boobs? So maybe I might start dipping back into the Lucky Charms, get the man boobs back, and then I'm going to watch my numbers skyrocket, baby. I like Stuttering John. This is where it gets confusing. I just took a shot at him. I think it's deserved. But I like the guy. He's had me on his podcast. We had a decent conversation. But I really laughed hard when he was demanding Spotify take his uh, podcast down. Knowing, especially knowing that he worked for Howard Stern, he knows how this shit works. You know, the same people that try to take out Rogan, they can go back and find all sorts of stuff that uh, Stutter and John did on the Howard Stern show. And that would look pretty if they put it together in a nice little montage for everybody. Oh, God. I swear this was the, I put this on the screen randomly randomly would you be willing to rejoin jim and anthony if there was good guaranteed money involved or has has that ship sailed i don't mean to laugh at you jesus you're not paying attention are you rogan said in a recent show he'd love for it to happen three million a year each sound good nope you haven't been paying attention eric i'd rather reunite with carl and vic Oh, you haven't been paying attention. I don't... Look, I I don't expect people to really understand this, and that's fine, but uh, there's more to life than uh, money and fame. And I think it's easy to say that there's more to life than money and fame when you got this view. I get it. I'm not stupid. But, um... No, man. (laughs) There's not enough money. There's not enough fame. Nah, nah, nah. I just have fun doing this. And if people want to check it out, that's great. Um, And the numbers on the podcast have been growing lately, which is nice. You know, they're not Conan O'Brien numbers, but they're good. Is this today's Wordle? 
What? What? Cherry, what do you do? Is this today's Wordle? I like Rogan's sentiment, though he doesn't have the info info of you way moving on like he did from Callie going back Joe. Okay, thanks. Um, any of the letters in the proper place before I, I, I guess the next word in my Wordle? <laughs> Look at this guy. Look at this guy. He needs a therapy dog. Why do you keep doing it like this? This is sad. Are you a grown man? Go fan man. You're a grown man and you you, you find this sad? Are you serious? <laughs> Can I send you a therapy dog, please? Or maybe like I could uh, get one of those donkeys from uh, Arnold. I'll send you a donkey that could wander around your house while you're having breakfast. Will that help your sadness? <laughs> Why are you sad? You lunatic. And see, look, and then when you do that, it gets people even more mad. It's a little sad. Gotta laugh to keep from crying, right? Oh, yep. That's right there, living legend. You got me. What, are you mad because I, I made fun of your boyfriend because he needs a therapy dog? Relax. You know it's stupid for a grown man to be sad because a guy is turning on a dumb live stream as the sun's going down over a river. There's nothing sad about this. So now you're triggered because I made fun of your boyfriend? Because uh, we could tell it's getting to you. No, I'm just having fun with it, dude. Dude, I'm just having fun with it. That's That's it. I love telling someone they need a therapy dog. It's one of my favorite things to do. I'm just having fun with it. I'm literally trying to have fun with this whole thing. I used to be on top of the mountain. I'm not anymore. I'm trying to kind of reinvent myself a little bit. I got a nice little podcast that's doing healthy numbers, but nothing uh, worth bragging about. Um, I see a lot of my regulars when I turn this on. That makes me very, very happy. We got a private Facebook group. Um, that people pay like $5 a month, which is nice. It's, it's nice pocket money. Uh, and I hang out in there. And it's a very good group of people. And that's it. And I make some silly videos on my TikTok, OP Radio, and on my reels on Instagram, OP Radio. And I enjoy doing that. But uh, the one thing I enjoy more than any of this is hanging out with my kids and my wife. And, uh, and every once in a while, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll sell like a t-shirt or, or a coffee mug. And that's my life these days. So it's not getting to me. I'm trying to have fun with the whole fucking thing. That's all. And I love, I, I, I'm serious when I say that. Like when a, a grown man says like, it's sad to another grown man. That makes me really, <laughs> makes me laugh hard. Cause I find that really creepy and weird.